you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. There it is, the Valley of the Sun, where in just nine days we'll get to see the Chiefs take on the Eagles, the two one-seeded teams coming out of the AFC and the NFC. Super Bowl 57 kicks off from Glendale, Arizona, next Sunday, February 12th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern. It's a Fox year is how we say it. Oh, Fox has it this year, but we'll keep you caught up right here on NFL Network. Until then, to get you uh, ready for the game, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live here in... New York City. It's Friday, February 3rd. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, Sean O'Hara joining us as well. Uh, last hour of a Friday of a week, we have to start separating from each other. Yes, yeah, We have indeed. to play this game, go hook and lateral. Go to your corners, contestants. Kyle Brandt took that a little literally this week. He went to Las Vegas, so he's here with us as well. Hook and lateral. Jason, look at all the players we have in the game today. Let's start off with Jason, though. We're going to keep it right here. We saw MVS, Marquez Valdez-Scaling, tweet. He was curious, like, am I allowed to watch Rihanna perform at Super Bowl halftime show? Well, it's an actual question because last year we found out that Bengals kicker Evan McPherson actually did that. But that's a kicker. What do you think about wide receiver sneaking out of the locker room to tune into the halftime show? There's no halftime adjustments for the wide receiver. Run your route and get open. Hey, if I'm <laughs> you, MVS, go out there and tune into Rihanna. Who wouldn't want to go see Rihanna perform? I know I would want to. She might be the only girl in the world that I would want to take the advantage and go watch her perform and get it done. And, I mean, if he does do that, I mean, it would be rude boy. Uh, I like hope you like that word. Play right there. Go ahead, get it. And MVS, go out there, enjoy that performance. Watch Rihanna take a bow and enjoy it. And then you go back in there at halftime, tell the guys, hey, I just watched a great performance. It has ignited me. Now I'm going to get a chance to go out there and perform just like Rihanna just did Mm -hmm. as she went and tore down the stands. Everybody was crying, lights on on their phone, Mm -hmm. and they had a blast. It's a one time opportunity to go out there and see a halftime performance. Everybody's going to be talking about it, and you don't want to be the only one to miss 
out. MVS, you had one hell of a game last week in the conference championship. You've earned yourself a front row seat to a halftime performance. Go out there and enjoy it. But for me, to Kyle, all the way in Las Vegas, so many activities, so many people. Who is the guy that seems like they're having the most fun out there in Vegas? This is an easy one. It's George Kittle, guys. Hung with George yesterday. He's a beauty. He's got all these stories of being on the player bus and Micah Parsons and Jalen Ramsey are busting each other's chops going back and forth. George has a new tattoo of Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs on his hand because Hobbs was the friend he had as a child and that's why he is who he is. He's going to get Stitch from Lilo and Stitch on his other hand because the right arm is for heroes and the left arm is for villains. He's got a whole thing. But I have to shout out... by the way, Kittle just lost the title game in ridiculous fashion like 20 minutes ago, and he's here being a leader. I have to shout out Dawson Knox of the Buffalo Bills. In his first Pro Bowl, when he leaves Las Vegas, he will have been here for 10 days. <laughs> the deal is he and the linemen were going to go after the season anyway. So then when Dawson made the Pro Bowl in the Kelsey spot, he had already had plans to be here for weeks. We had to extend the trip. I'm like, Dawson, nobody goes to the Vegas for 10 days. What clubs have you been doing? He goes, I think all of them. He was such a beauty. I love him. Great player. Great dude. Dawson Knox having a blast. Peter, I think you've been to all of them as well. But more importantly, Senior Bowl, baby. You love it. You consume it each and every year, Schrager. It is the Las Vegas of bowl games, three players you're looking to watch in the Senior Bowl, Shrakes. Senior Bowl is going to be Saturday on NFL Network. I went to the Senior Bowl 10 straight years this year. I am not there, but I do text with all the general managers and here are three names that I've heard the most buzz about that you should watch on Saturday. Get out your pens now if you're draft Knicks. Number one, Tank Dell, wide receiver out of Houston. This young man led all receivers in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns. Had 1,400 yards and 17 TDs last Last year. Ty J Spears has been the star of Mobile. He is the practice player of the week. He doesn't even know he's winning that award. He's going to win that award today when they get to practice. Sorry to spoil it. Tajay Spears, Tulane, had an insane move. Go look for it on Twitter where he got a defensive lineman out of his cleats. And then the last one for the big fellas, Sean, Jalen Duncan out of Maryland. Blocked for Tua's brother at Maryland, yes, but has had an outstanding week every year, whether it's Trevor Penning last year or I remember uh, some of the performances by big Rashawn Slater the year before when those guys, the big boys, get get out there in the senior bowl and they dominate, it makes an impression. So Jalen Duncan, that is the name out of Maryland. But Sean, I'm going to you as you're right here next to me. Perfect segue. One-on-ones, all linemen, here we go. You have been a good friend and teammate of Eli Manning's for many years. You've been a fan of Snoop's music for many years. Yes. They are squaring off in the flag football championship Sunday as the coaches. Sean O'Hara, who would know better? Who's a better flag football coach? Eli Manning or Snoop? Yeah, they're friends. Snoop gave Eli a chain, so he might have to t- snatch that chain back from him in this game. I'm going Snoop Dogg all the way here. Look, Eli's my boy, but he's not great with the pregame motivational speech. And also, here's the other thing. Eli's a huge cheater, all right? You got to watch out for him, all right? He will scheme ways. He will try to find a way to cheat if he's not winning. So I'm I'm taking Snoop Dogg all the way. I think Snoop, look, he's been doing flag football and dealing with kids throughout his whole life. Coaches high school, right? Coaches high school. He he knows how to connect with these kids. I think Eli's just going to yell at him. And (laughs) why would you not want to play for a guy who says, hey, y'all, I just lay it out for y'all to play it out. Give me Snoop Dogg all day long. I, I know. Let me ask you. I remember 
Eli, when he first retired, was coaching his daughter's basketball team. Did we ever get any reviews on how that team did? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he ever wanted to share the record, um, <laughs> but I think they're all scarred now. You know, he just taught everybody how to box out, and if they're going up for a shot, just foul them. Like, I he think Hackashack was his philosophy. He had the pants on yesterday, the coaching pants, yeah, and Peyton good. kept on calling him out. What are those pants? Yeah, not a good yeah, yeah, no? Okay. It's either coaching pants or tight pants. All right, let's move on. Here we go. Jamie, you are up. up. Listen, we've been talking to Kyle all week long about all his favorite players that are there. He loves George Kittle, and he's yeah. been talking to Derek Carr and Kirk Cousins and all this stuff. What person, I could be player or coach at the Pro Bowl, do you most want to hear from? I thought a lot about this answer. I thought, you know, I could go newsworthy. I could go, oh, let's let's get after somebody who, like, we don't hear from a lot, like the unsung hero. Okay. And then I just went, I want to talk to Saquon Barkley after that dodgeball game last night because that man is a hero, in my opinion, <laughs> after that game. I want to get to know Saquon Barkley better from the competitor standpoint mm. because the look on his face when Demario Davis pegged him in the head with that ball, he turned around and he looked at his teammates and they all looked at him like, you got hit in the face, man. And he just was like, throw my cards. He's just like, he turned around and was like, the game's not over. Hit me in the head. He's like looking for a rules check, rules check. Davis is down at the other end trying to celebrate. Celebrate. Yes, and I was Saquon. And like, it kind of brought me back again to that one of those first conversations we ever had on Good Morning Football about that podcast Saquon was on. And yeah. he just was like, I'm going to bleep and shock the world. Yeah. You have shocked the world this season for your entire play with the Giants, making the playoffs, winning a playoff game, and now um, going down in Pro Bowl lore by playing dodgeball. An epic game, and I just want to know more about it. He won by disqualification. Of I DeMario. know. What a way to win. <laughs> what a way to win. It's fantastic. Uh, and thanks for hanging around. Super Bowl 57 awaits. What's your best or most random celebrity encounter during uh, somebody who gets to go to Super Bowl week? This is one of my favorite things about Super Bowl week, right? The random celebrity encounters. I remember running into Captain America, Chris Evans a couple years ago to Super Bowl party, Diddy, Paul Rudd, of course, chief super fan. Gaga and I have a great selfie. Really appreciate uh, her taking the time to ask me to take a picture with her. Um, but my favorite is Chrissy Teigen, the model and chef and extraordinary. Let me explain the backstory. So we're chatting on the field before the game, and she's talking about, oh, my husband and I are having a party after the game. All you guys should come. And I'm like, I don't know who her husband is, and I'm going to a, that Nas party we've talked about. That was that night. Anyway, so I'm like, hey, we should take a picture. She's like, oh, we should. And she follows me on Twitter, and I follow her. We have a nice little rapport. So we get ready to take a picture, and I say, oh, no, this is not my good side. And she goes, oh, no, well, this is my good side. And we're like, shoot. And I'm, of course, joking because I don't have a good side. They're, neither of them are that good, but she's a model and she actually does this. So she goes, hold on. And she runs around behind me so we can both have our good side being seen in the picture. And that is why Chrissy Teigen is standing behind me in that picture. And Love it is it. one of my favorite oh. of all time. Oh. Great story. Break down Wu-Tang Clan, but you didn't know John Legend. Come on. Yeah. Ian, John Legend Ratchet. loves all of you. I had no idea who he was. What are you doing here? <laughs> I had no idea who he was. I had no That's idea. That's for throwdown. Yes. I know. I all right, uh, coming up on Good Morning Football. Sure. Congratulations. Uh, Domingo Ryans has oh. arrived in Houston. He is going to join the show later on to tell us his plan to get the Texans back on track. Yes, back in H-Town. Plus, he's the man who raised, coached, and prepared Jalen Hurts for this big stage. Avrion Hurts, the father of Jalen, joins us later. I'm fired up for it. Mm -hmm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 
37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. It is now time for the Sunday Spotlight presented by Oakley. Sunday will be one week away from the Super Bowl where the spotlight will be on the Eagles and the Chiefs and it will be shining bright. But we're not going to pick our players just yet. We have some time for that. We have our eyes on something else. We're going to talk about what those guys are experiencing of going through the entire Super Bowl process. In my 10th year, I made it to the Super Bowl for the first time and I got a chance to be in front of those lights and see what it was all about. But when did I finally realize the lights were shining brightest? What was the week leading up to? And I got there and it was media night and check out what I got a chance to experience. <laughs> What's where is it? There we go. There, there we go. Oh, oh, no. What's up, bro? What's up, baby? Hey, someone just told me that he gets the best of you when it comes to clowning. No way. That's what our teammates have enjoyed somebody to come here and silence this guy. So that's been my job throughout the season. He just said he silences. He said was happy. They were happy that you came, but he still silences you. Not at all. I'm still mad that this guy's at the podium and they got me walking around on the floor. <laughs> Take advantage of your spotlight. I show up. Deion Sanders is there. First time I'm meeting Deion Sanders. So I come up the booth. Hot Prime, what's up? Then they got Dev up on the podium. I'm walking around amongst all the peasants trying to find <laughs> my spotlight. I had to go steal his, and that's what it's all about. You're walking out on that stage. There's lights everywhere. There's media everywhere. I remember getting a chance to talk to the people from Double Dare. I grew up watching that show. <laughs> Mark's there. Yes, Mark. Brace your At the Super Bowl, a great Great experience. The lights shine brightest, but I'm not the only one. Our guy Sean O'Hara, he got to experience this as well. Sean, tell him what put you in the spotlight back in the day. All right, man, that was good stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, Super Bowl, man. 
It's such an unbelievable moment when you realize you're going to play in the biggest game. And the whole this whole week leading up, it's all about preparation and you're trying to get all the logistics. We've been through all that. But I'll never forget walking through the mall the weekend before I we went out to the Super Bowl. And for the first time ever, somebody actually stopped me. Like, offensive linemen don't, offensive linemen don't get noticed, all right? All of a sudden now, you're playing the Super Bowl, everybody's watching, everybody knows who you are. And for players, it's kind of like, for a lot of players that, that are kind of under the radar, now all of a sudden, you're going to become a household name. So this is going to be huge. I'm glad you brought up Media Day, J-Mac, because my advice to all the guys that are playing in this game is have some patience and have some stamina. You are going to be asked the same questions over and over and over again leading up to it. It's going to be all day long on media day, all week long. The best part of, of, as a player is when they're done with the media stuff, they're like, all right, you no longer have any more obligations. You can just focus on the game. Of course, we're showing highlights after the game right here, but uh, special moments right there. This weekend right now and this Sunday, as we're a week away, for all these players about to play in this game, I have two messages for you. Number one, keep a journal something I wish I would have done. I wish I would have wrote down everything that I did that day and how significant it was and what I was feeling. You'll, you'll, you'll appreciate being able to go back and look on that. The second thing is, if you have family, friends, if they're alive, get them there. Find a way because sharing in the moment with them, that's me and Coach Gilbride right there, raising that trophy up there with your family members in the stands, your brothers, your sisters, your parents, your wife, their, 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 their family members, that's special. That's what it's all about right there. That's what I was going to ask, Sean, and Jason, you might be able to speak to this. Like, your mother especially, like, was she there when you guys won that day? Like, how special it is to have, not just for you personally to have the experience, but for somebody so close to you. I have a really cool video. Um, we win the game. Family all comes down on the field. My mom lays down in the confetti and starts <laughs> doing confetti angels. Oh. And then all the grandkids run over and lay down right next to my mom <laughs> doing confetti that photo? angels. I have, a, I have a video of it. Oh I'll get for us. God. And then oh doing the post game, me and Deborah up there on the podium, we're talking uh, to everybody there, Carissa Thompson and all the guys there. And me and Deb are both holding our daughters up there. So it was just a great experience. That's incredible. Thank you for sharing that, you guys. Because uh, yes. we're just looking to head to everything Pro Bowl and Super Bowl related. Our next guest is in the first few days of his dream job. He's been a Pro Bowler, Defensive Rookie of the Year, a defensive coordinator for the 49ers this past year, but he is now the head coach of the Houston Texans. Please welcome to Good Morning Football, D'Amico Ryan. Yeah. What's up, Miko? Hey, what's up? Great morning. Great morning, guys. Excited to hop on with you guys this morning. Yes, a great morning in Houston, indeed. You were drafted by the Texans back in 2006, and you are now the head coach. What does it feel like to come back home to where your NFL career started? It's an exciting time. It's an exciting time, and it's a surreal moment. Truly, you know, can't believe that this is happening, but also just thankful and grateful for the opportunity that the McNair family, Nick Casario, thankful for the opportunity, thankful for them believing in me entrusting in me to lead this organization, to lead these young men. So, man, I'm fired up and can't wait to get started. Coach, you are a highly coveted head coaching candidate across the league, yet you said your decision to join Houston was a no-brainer, but you become the third head coach of the Texans in three years. Did you ever see this move some as a risk compared to maybe other head coaching jobs available because of the challenges that this organization has faced recently? 
I understand the history of this organization and what has happened over the past few years. But right now, at this moment, I feel like the, the table is set. Right? We have a lot of draft capital. We have a really good young nucleus of guys who are who are hungry to win. And so I see this as a awesome opportunity to come back for where this team is right now at the moment. Right? They're hungry to win. We got great young talent. We're going to acquire even more young talent to help us produce a winner here in Houston. So that's why it's it's even exciting. It it doesn't it's not about what happened in the past, but looking forward and where we can go, where we'll be in the future. That's what fires me up about this opportunity. Yeah, Namiko, we're fired up for you as well. And you know, listen, we 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 enjoyed seeing you in San Francisco. I know you just said you're all about looking forward. So you, you were the defensive coordinator for the 49ers the last two years, the best defense in the NFL last year, hands down. All right, now as we turn the page forward. Houston, kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum, you're not just coming there as the new coach. Like, you've got to build this team. How do you start defensively to rebuild this team and try to shape it into that defense you had in the 49ers? What's the first thing you have to do to establish that new identity? Well, the first thing, you know, it's about establishing the mindset at which we play with on defense, right? Making sure our coaches understand, right, the type of mindset, the type of players that we're looking for. And then it's about acquiring really good talent. One thing that set us apart in San Francisco was, man, we had really good players, right? Really good players and players that we took the time to develop. You talk about Fred Warner, right? Dre Greenlaw, Diamondo Lenore, like these are guys, Talano Hufanga, guys who came in that we that were drafted, not highly coveted draft picks, but guys we took the time, we developed those guys, and they turned out to be really good players and they played together for each other. So it's the same formula here, right? We want to acquire some really good talent in the draft, guys who are hungry, guys who have a relentless mindset, and guys who love to swarm and hit and play physical football. That's how we started to build this defense out the right way. D'Amico, I saw the video of you talking about your pride in Fred Warner, a third-round pick who nobody believed in or no one thought in the pre-draft process was going to be a first- or second-round pick, and now he's you know, bona fide best linebacker in football. And I think a lot of people look to you for that defensive side and all that. Now, the offensive side of the ball is going to need some assistance, too. I'm going to try to make some news here on the show. Do you have an idea on offensive coordinator? Do you have any <laughs> leads? Do we know who we're going with? Or are we keeping that close to the vest? <laughs> Close to the vest as possible, man. We're still we're still working through that. You know, we'll go through a thorough process there and make sure we interview you know as many people as we can and find the right people, right? And that's what it's gonna be about. It's not rushing through it, right? Everybody gets excited about okay, who's it gonna be? The offensive coordinator. Well, it's not about how fast we make that hire. It's about it being the right hire. So it's about the guy who's gonna have the same right mindset philosophy I have and the vision I want for our offense. And I wanted to marry up to our defense. We want to be fast. We want to be aggressive. We want to make sure we're physical at the line of scrimmage, able to run the ball and set the tone. So all of our philosophies has to have to match up. And we've talked to a, a few great candidates already. All right. So I'm excited, you know, to see how we move forward here, but it's already been fun, man, talking to some guys who have some great energy, guys, uh, smart coaches. So I'm excited to go ahead and make that hire, you know, when we get the right guy. Yeah, we're all excited as well, looking on and, and can't wait to see who that person's going to be. And D'Amico, you played in the NFL for a decade, made your money, did all of those things, had a ton of success. And then you finished up and decided to get into coaching. What is it about leading men and standing in front of that room? You are a captain as well that has pushed you into that into the coaching role and to where you are now. You know, when I got done playing, I took a year off and I did a little radio where 
we're talking about, you know, teams and around the NFL and it didn't do it for me. Right. I felt like I was disconnected. So I wanted to be able to, man, instead of talking about the players and what's going on, like, how can I get my hands on? How can I be there with guys side by side, working with them, helping them to actually get better and improve? And that's what inspired me. I set out one year and I was able to go to San Francisco, got on Kyle. I'm fortunate for Kyle to give me the opportunity, right, to get into coaching. And all the things I learned from him has just been outstanding. So it was all about the players, right, for me. It was all about developing young men, right? That's what I did when I played. All the young guys who played beside me, I made it a priority to make sure those guys knew exactly what to do. I knew how to do, and I made sure they played their absolute best because if we both played our best, I knew we had a really good chance of winning the game. And not just that one guy, but in it's all the guys who were around me on the defensive side, making sure, man, we were fired up, we played with energy, making sure we did what we had to do to go win games. And now I just see that that's the same in coaching, right? How can you take a young guy and just give him everything you have? Right. Instill all the knowledge that you have about football, about life. How can you instill all of that into a young man and see him grow and develop and have a successful career? See him being able to take care of his family. Like that's what it does it for me. Coach, thank you for sharing that. It's important for people to be able to identify like what fills their cups and then how they can go about doing that on a day-to-day basis. And we're thrilled that you've been able to do that through the coaching ranks. Now, this season, as the D coordinator with the 49ers, you played both the Eagles and the Chiefs. Please give us some insight ahead of Super Bowl 57 and what makes preparing for those two offenses so uniquely challenging. The one thing that the common thread that sticks out with both of the offenses is the quarterback position, right? They have two dynamic quarterbacks who not only they're not just sitting in a pocket, right, and standing as statues, right? These guys can, they're mobile, they can get outside of the pocket, and they make you play 11 on 11 football, which unlocks a defense. So that's what sets them apart. And you have a special talent, right, in Mahomes and a very talented guy in Jalen Hurts as well. And both of those teams, they are surrounded by really good playmakers. They don't have to push the ball all the way downfield, right? They're not throwing, you know, passes of 20-plus yards all the time. They can throw the ball five yards, get it into a playmaker hand. And whether it's Jerry McKinnon, whether it's A.J. Brown, they get it into their playmaker's hands, and those guys are able to turn those short passes into explosive plays. And they both have really good defenses on the other side as well, and that helps out. (laughs) Yeah, we all know how a great defense can help the team win it. D'Amico, thank you. I know you're busy coming on our show, giving us a chance to talk to you. Appreciate the time. And Houston Texans fans, you should be fired up to have D'Amico Ryans as your head coach. Good luck, coach. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, D'Amico. Thank you. Get a nap. Got an incredible spirit. (laughs) Yeah, right? All right, so D'Amico Ryans in Houston now. Uh, The Houston product, Jalen Hurts, is an MVP candidate playing in his first ever Super Bowl. His father joins us next to tell us his story from the very beginning. No one better to ask these questions than Avrion Hurts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. 
and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good morning, football. We are now joined by the head football coach at Channel View High School in Texas, just outside of Houston. They won their district for the first time ever this season. Great success. Uh, the head coach at Channel View is also the father of Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. Please welcome Avrion Hurts to the show. Hey, oh. what's up, coach? Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning, coach. Thank you so much for giving us your time as you emotionally prepare to watch your son play in a Super Bowl. Coach, you've been teaching Jalen football his entire life. You might have the best experience together coming up in the next nine days, but looking back, what's been your best story that you really reflect back on watching Jalen play football since the day he was born? I mean, the biggest thing is just it's a blessing to watch a young man that d- developed a passion for a sport and really, really worked hard at every level and every turn. You know, he just it's just something he was obsessed with and you know, it's it's really remarkable to see, you know, the journey and to be a part of it. And then now, you know, ending in the ultimate football game, which is the last one of the year, you know, the Super Bowl. So it's it's humbling, you know, as a parent, you know, as a coach. But, you know, it's a great opportunity for him and his teammates this week. You know, Jalen is, is one of the true stars of the league right now. But you go back to that 2018 national championship game. You know what happened. 11 months later in the SEC championship at the same stadium that he won, the same opponent, the roles are reversed. And Jalen comes in mid-game and leads Alabama to the comeback win and has the signature moment of his football career. Take us through that 12-month process, being replaced by Tua and then coming in in relief and making the big play. What was those conversations like between you and your son in those 12 months that you know were bookended by those two moments? I mean, there was a situation where he understood. He got to experience the business side of big time, you know, college football, you know, up close and personal, so to say. And so it was just a deal of figuring out, you know, what was best for him. And, you know, he was breaking all that down and he was adamant he really wanted his degree from the University of Alabama. And so 
things just worked out and that turned out to be the best situation to stay and continue the coaching he was getting from the new QB coach they had brought in and I, as well as all the other coaches that was there. And so he just stayed and, you know, then after that year, he was ready for the game when he went to Georgia, ironically. Same stadium, same team, you know, so that was kind of cool. And so then he, you know, went to Oklahoma and, you know, had a pretty good year. <laughs> sure did. Well, being the head coach at Channel View High School, I know you're always probably trying to teach your kids and your students and your, and your athletes about dealing with adversity. So the story is right there close to home. No better story than Jalen Hurts or what he's doing right now. I'm curious, do you guys have something planned at the school for some sort of a game watch, or do you have plans already in place for Jalen to come back to the school to see everybody after the Super Bowl? Um, as for him coming back, we hadn't gotten that far. I don't know when he'll be back after the season. But as for the school, they have some things going on next week, I believe. As for the watch party, I don't know. I, I already got my watch party plans. <laughs> I, I, lo I love it. I love it, Coach. Man. Uh, it's funny, you were coming on the show today, and I hit up a lot of my friends, and I was like, hey, did you know Jalen's father is a coach? Coached him throughout his entire life. And a lot of my friends were like, nah, I was unaware of that. And I think sometimes in our profession, you hear certain players and quarterbacks, it's always talked about their father coached him. He's a coach's son. And you don't always hear that about Jalen. And I think we talked about it earlier. Ryan Clark talked about it. We always talk about the sad stories of black men and quarterbacks in our profession when they get an opportunity to shine brightest. And you've been there coaching Jalen all along. Do you see that from your perspective? Because you've been there. You've taught him a lot of this, and we're all now finally getting to see him showcase his talents. Yeah, you know, it's it's an unfortunate situation. I coach kids where, you know, myself and my coaches were father figures, and we understand that that comes with the role. In his situation, his story, it's not a uh, hard luck story. You know, I've been a coach for a long time, you know, so it's a matter of, you know, you know, he, he had, you know, he had, you know, he, he didn't come from just humble beginnings, let's say. And so it just really is a story of a, a kid that made a, you know, fell in love with football and he wanted to do the best he could with it. And he has a, you know, burning desire to be the best that he can be. And he's not afraid to work for it. And he's gone through a lot of things that, you know, have made him stronger, you know, and that's the one thing we always stress is that, you know, in these situations, it's something God had for him to go through. He was never stuck in it. And so each time he came out, he came out a little stronger, I think. Yeah, Coach, it's been amazing to watch Jalen arrive to this moment. And one could say that, you know, the player that we see today as a quarterback is just a piece of all the stops that he made along the way. Uh, I'd love for you to put your coach hat on. I see that play on the whiteboard behind you. Break down your film on your own son. What makes him the strongest quarterback in the NFL and some of his unique skill sets that when you watch the league, why is Jalen Hurts special? Now, the word strongest is probably the fact that he can squat 600 pounds, but um, sure. really, okay. really the big thing is that, you know, it's underrated, but it's really the most important part, the intellectual part of it. You know, he's a very intelligent young man, always has been. He was in honor society and things like that as a, you know, in high school. So the academic component, you know, is always important. And the ability to learn is something that he had there because, you know, the stops, you know, the different coordinators and things like that along the way, he was able to still pick up offenses and, you know, different verbiage and still come out and perform well. So that's a big part of it.
Coach, before we leave, I just got to ask you. Yesterday, uh, last week, we're watching the games in Sunday in slow motion. Here comes the quarterback of the Eagles with one of the sweetest jackets we've ever seen. An incredible look, confident look. This kid's swag is incredible, and he's got a ton of confidence, but he also looks the part. Does he get that from his father? Uh, You know, I'd like to say that the the confidence part, yeah, you know, I'm not going to say I lack in that, but, you know, I can't pull it off, you know, pull it off like him. You know, he's been clean. He's been pretty clean. I need to to hook up with his tailor. Yeah, exactly. That was a clean leather look he had going on with that cigar after the NFC Championship. Unbelievable. Avery Hurts, coach, we appreciate you so much coming here on Good Morning Football, talking about your son, what he is about, both on and off the field. It's awesome to learn more about Jalen Hurts ahead of his first appearance in a Super Bowl. Congratulations to you and your family, Mr. Hertz. Thank you very much, and thank y'all for having me. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.